This is Death Before Dishonor. I'm Genesee. My character is Anatari. She's a good aligned Kalishtar war priest. She has psionic powers. I'm Eric. My, my name is, is Cesar. I don't know what this assisting means. What do you, what do you have to say for yourself there? Uh, what do I call you? Mr. Death? Death? Boss? Not yet. I'm Kevin. You will see this old man who looks similar to what Mithrin used to look like, but about 15 years older. And you will see that his entire hand is just basically one giant fan brace, all just armored to, like, the nth degree. But he looks you right in the eye and he says, Well met. I'm Florian. First, let me introduce myself. I'm Carl. And I'm Kinsey, the despotic DM of Death Before Dishonor, dastardly dashing ahead with all sorts of freeform creative ideas on the fly. Okay, hopefully this is working correctly. Welcome to the show, I'm Genesee. I'm Eric. I'm Florian. And I'm Tinzian. Still. Still. And this is Death Before Dishonor. Uh, we think it's episode 185 in a weekly kind of show featuring the guest of friends playing Dungeons and Dragons, hosted by the Gray Area Podcast. Today is May 13th, and uh, I think last time we went for a ride in a spinning creation of Caesars flying through the nauseating hills, and we're going to let Tinsian catch us up on where we are currently, so Dungeon Master, here we go. Happy Friday the 13th, and just because um, I can't count, last week... Uh, or the week before when we recorded, uh, Genesee said that was episode 185. That's my fault. So, nice. 184, 185, we'll get back to math eventually. <laughs> the transport of the party from the Caesorium, which may or may not have exploded due to Bert and its uh, associated laserings, um, has put the... A party just outside of a town called Ghost Light. There's a vast strip mine that is visible, and they were starting to fly in towards uh, what looked like to be half of a remaining castle. It appears that something large has taken a bite out of the other half of the castle, and I think you all had voted to park somewhere um, out of the way so that... People would not rip off your ride. Sound that about was right? my suggestion. I don't know if that's something that the party wanted to do, but I was nervous about it. Well, don't we just have one of those things that go on the steering wheel? That oh, locks? what is it? Lock? <laughs> What's it called? I can't remember. What is that called? Something lock. Okay. Dang. That's a great reference, guys. We were we did really good Sorry. there. No, it's okay. <laughs> I brought it up. I should have been able to back it up. And Genesee, take us out. <laughs> no. <laughs> we have recorded. Okay. So, um, everyone's still on the platform, still kind of flying around. Xanatari's piloting. You've seen the castle. You've figured out that the mine may or may not be a real, legit human-made mine. There's other parts of the town that are spread out, moving away from the castle. Mm-hmm. So, what y'all want to do? I don't know. Scissors one. I want to take a look at something, even though there was no activity happening there. Can't remember what it was. Castle. I think it, 
Yeah, I think it had to do with that from what I can remember from two years ago. Or whenever that was. <laughs> two weeks ago, one week, whatever. It's all the same. Okay. So what are you guys going to go look at? Are you going to land first? Or are you going to take the platform around? I think with uh, our skill level and pilot in this, this thing, it, it may be a, a wise idea to, to set her down to uh, just, I think that would be prudent. Let's not try to navigate stone uh, with our, you know, very specific steering skills. Yes. Okay. So are you going to try to land through the trees, or are you going to try to find somewhere open? I don't know. Is there somewhere behind the trees that there's like a small glade between this place and the trees so we can put it down where no one sees it without crashing through the underbrush and... You know, if we have trouble landing between giant keep walls or whatever it is, I think we're going to have some trouble between a thick forest of, you know, three feet between trees. Okay, perception rolls, please. (sighs) 22. Okay. 22. All right. Everyone is able to point out that there is a small glade. Looks reasonably large enough to either crash land in or land with some room for error. Those who scored a 22 will note the time is early afternoon. Okay. Furthermore, there does not appear to be any activity within the town that you can see. That's good. Maybe not much of a threat. If I remember right, weren't we here trying to look for people after the mailroom incident at the Cesorium that might need our help, so... Yes. Just at least try to figure out what's happening or happened. So I think uh, Zenatari's going to just be concerned about people's welfare if this has already been something that happened, they're all dead, and just kind of assume that something bad has happened and just be on her guard and kind of wander in looking for bodies at this point rather than hiding people. Okay. Zanatari, do you land? Yes. Do you land cleanly, or does something happen? Um, well, uh, I think the attempt is to land cleanly. However, I'm going to guess that uh, there's going to be some imbalance from the front and back. So there may be just a header into the ground with the back, like, flipping up just a little bit, um, stopping it with the ground, but not breaking it. Okay. Very good. Everybody takes no damage. And Xanatari is starting to get an idea of how to land this thing without involving using the ground to uh, push off from or break on or other things. So this is this is quite a good thing. Cool. That being said, you're all able to walk out. Uh, Nothing additional falls off the the piece. So, do you head directly into town, or do you take a circuitous way to the keep, or do you go to the mine? I'm uh, I'm all for heading over to the the keep. There, let's see what um, you know. If if there was some sort of attack here, maybe that's where uh, people have have holed up. Maybe there's still some survivors. Is that the closest to us geographically? Mm, yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm all about that. 
Okay. Is the town between the between us and the keep? No, the keep and the mine are pretty much in a line together. And then the remains of the town are, you know, there's a bunch of whole buildings, but they're past. So it looks like what normally would have surrounded the um, the keep on at least half a crescent, or I mean half a circle, because there's the trees behind the keep that you guys were walking through. It looks like half the town and part of the castle are gone, but the other part is there. Right. Yeah, Carl, just follow and say, yeah, let's see, maybe we find someone who can uh, tell us who took a bite of that, out of that keep and maybe find that creature and ask him not to do so again. <laughs> Give him a shark talking to. Okay. Uh, there is little to no event getting to the keep through the woods. In fact, um, you can tell that the grounds are fairly well maintained. Um, they're trying to keep the chance of fire from happening. So they kind of clear out the underbrush. So it's pretty actually smooth sailing. You do see signs around that say no poaching. But uh, it's very, very quiet in the woods. Okay, all the better to make it to the keep safely. Okay. Should we maybe uh, shout out hello so the people know we are coming and don't think we're someone stalking around and maybe or, get shot at? Or if there's someone here that, that did some harm to the people here, it may alert them to our presence. Yeah, so we can fight them or ask them <laughs> not to be evil anymore. <laughs> you know what? You got a good point. Hello! <laughs> evil hello! people! Come fight us! Come let us talk you. to you! We need to lecture you about some things! <laughs> we need to find a stonemason stat! And it has been officially at least 22 hours since Anatari electrocuted anything, too, hey, so... Hey, <laughs> It's just, just uncalled for. Okay. Well, you've already called out, so you can't uncall for what you've already called out. Your challenge is met by silence. Do you know what the sound of silence is? Listen to the Disturbed album. Okay. Coming out of the woods, you are faced with uh, half of the castle. You are on the side that um, is missing. How many of your characters have possibly seen the ocean? Hmm. I don't think Carl has seen the ocean. Don't think... Cesar has seen the ocean. Okay. Except in books. Uh, out of character, it looks like a shark has come out of the ground and bit off the castle. Half like of the Jaws castle. Jaws 3D. Like yeah. how big a shark? Um, it looks like the um, teeth marks that took this bite is one bite. Wow. A sand shark. Like, literally, not out of the ocean, out of the sand. It just... I'm trying to give a, a reference out of character. Okay. For what it might look like. But something came up, took a chunk out of the castle, or made it look like a bite was taken out of the castle, and that bite took half the castle. Okay. 
So in character, we would notice that the castle bits were missing. It looked suspiciously like, uh, you know, we, we have some woodcraft. We would know what an animal bite looks like mm-hmm. and know that it's coming from the side where the ocean is. No. Um, the part about the ocean was trying to lead an idea as to who have in character yeah. might have seen sharks. Oh, okay. What, no, what, no you have, what you have is town, half a castle, immediately starting the um, mine. Okay, so there's not think, not an ocean bordering this no, like land area. No, okay, I just got no, your reference. I wasn't sure. No, you were trying to suggest that perhaps there was yep. a moat of some sort. In the in the distance across the mine, you can sort of see where there could have been a lake or at least a pond, a um, good-sized pond, that has been drained okay. because all the water went into the thing. Uh, there's a couple bits of debris laying around the ground, a bunch of rocks, um, some stones, some personal effects, that sort of thing. And there's even a throne that is from possibly one of the, the, uh, the main room that is laying kind of teetering on the edge of the mine. Is okay. there some way to tell how old some of those items are? Like, um, it's like moss growing on uh, some, yeah. I don't know, or a flower like or something? Weather, weather damage, rain damage, you know, water damage, something like that. This happened pretty recently. Okay. Um, so there's not exactly um, moss growing. But yeah, there's some weather damage. There's um, also in the area, there's not exactly a smell of death and decay, but uh, there's a certain mustiness to the air. Does it seem like there's a, could like we get into the keep from this area or would, do we have to find another way in? Um, if you went around to the front, you can probably uh, get in. When you were when you were zooming around and doing your reconnoitering bits um, earlier, you would have seen, without a check, um, that the front gate is open. Oh, that would be that would do it. Okay. Uh, yeah. Do Do you want to maybe check out what what's going on inside, or should we uh, leave this for another time? I I don't know what what you guys think might be most pressing here. I think we uh, think we should. Just check uh, the castle out and see if there's maybe some someone still living in there, maybe hiding from whatever took a bite of it, out of it. Okay. Uh, Xantar is all about that. She's going to put one hand on her sword and kind of half pull it out of its sheath, just prepared in case something jumps out after the announcement that we just made of our presence. Okay. Going around to the front of the castle... You do find that the uh, portcullis is open, the gates are open, and on either side of the the gateway, there's two suits of armor that are holding spears. Okay. And as you start moving up, the heads on the armor turn, but (laughs) you're you're not challenged in terms of they don't drop the spears down at you, or anything. Kor's gonna wave at them. Say, hello, good citizens. 
<laughs> We're here to help. Uh, is there something, I don't know, maybe like a king or something you can talk to? Okay. Um, there is a momentary pause. The one suit of armor looks at the other suit of armor, and then an arm raises and points you inside. There's not like a any additional action in terms of gripping the spear harder, like they're going to attack you, but they're not moving. Otherwise, you know, they're not taking a step towards you or anything. Car's gonna whisper to Centauri. Is it normal that they don't talk? <laughs> Are guards not allowed to talk? <laughs> um, huh, uh, am I getting anything? off of them, like, through telepathy or any kind of indication that they're living? Because I would have I have spells that work against undead, but I guess just to see if if these classify as living to, like, the mental link. There is nothing on the mental link, but they are connected to something. And um... Do you want to make a leap leap of logic, or I can, I can just by what you said, I can guess that there is a network of, you know, animated things that have some kind of central king queen scenario king probably because they said they kind of pointed that way, um, but I'm just trying to determine if these are empty suits of armor that are animated or if they are full of a creature or a person. Uh, go ahead and roll an arcana check then. Uh, 21. Okay. There does not appear to be anything inside from how how you're telling when you're looking at the um, the various breaks in the arm and whatever. doesn't appear that there's anything inside there, but there is something very magical. Okay. And scrying regarding the helmets or the visors okay. of the armor. Uh, then I'm going to lean over to Carl and and say... I don't think they're alive. Oh no, not again. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> um, okay. I think Cesar will maybe go up to one and and uh see if he can maybe get a sense of if this is something that he would be interested in or see if he can get a sense of how they're working, that kind of thing. Okay. What skill are you going to use? Um, not endurance. Um, <laughs> he learns about, through interpretive dance. How about like thievery to see if I can find like a hidden catch or something to open up some sort of access, whatever. Assuming they're like robots or something like that. Okay. Fourteen. Um. No, but looking inside, you do see that there is some sort of rock or crystal just behind the uh, visor. Shiny. Okay. <laughs> Jess, check for USB ports. <laughs> is it, um, does it seem like I could get to it without? Mm, no, not with your. Okay. Um, if he like kind of like just bangs on the helmet, does the thing do, does the guard do anything? 
Um, no, it kind of just does the same motion of trying to point you inside. Think Dis- Disney animatronic. Yeah, I was already thinking. In terms of motion, but no. Yeah, it's, it a, it's a small world. Yes. <laughs> yes. Those things would live through an apocalypse, wouldn't they? <laughs> they would cause it. Mm. Zenitar leans over to Cesar and just says, Stop antagonizing them. Oh, they like the attention. <laughs> hey, uh, Carl. Can you roll a perception check? Okay. Oh, it's, uh, 16 plus 9, uh, 25. Okay. Um, while Cesar is antagonizing the uh, suits of armor, you have a small tingling in your box sense because you love boxes, <laughs> love to carry them around, love to, you know, have them with you. Yes, Sanitari? You have a box sense. Well, he was carrying around a box on his back for a while, you know. He's... Ooh, okay. Okay, whatever. I buy it. Um, there are a number of boxes inside of the keep, um, the next area that you're in. It's pretty dark, but it looks like they're doing some sort of storage in there. Got the feeling there's something, something stacked in there. It feels somewhat oddly familiar and somewhat eerie. But by the way, um, who gets to name towns or places? I mean, if I, I'd be someone like a king, would I kill, call my my town Ghostlight? Would if you're famous for our beats, I would call it a crazy cool beat castle village <laughs> not ghost light I mean isn't that weird <laughs> it makes you wonder why they called it that doesn't it Carl maybe we should be a little nicer to the guards <clears throat> I'm, I'm I'm just you know no one's who knows the last time someone's talked to or interacted with these things they're just happy for the attention and he'll s- slap the one on the butt <laughs> oh. Nice. Oh, Carl's gonna uh, bow to one of them and say, uh, please excuse Mr. Cesar, he is very curious and Carl's gonna brush some uh, dust off from the shoulder of one of the suits. <laughs> okay. Um, again, they just sort of try to gesture you on before eventually resetting back to standing and looking at your direction. Depending on where you're standing, it could be a very unnatural angle that the head on the suit or suits has turned um, to keep you in gaze, but that's about it. Well, let's go in. I don't think they're going to close the door on us. Uh, and if they do, we can just walk out anywhere. There isn't any keep left. That's true. Yeah, let's check it out. Okay, follow okay. the pointing guard. <laughs> All right. You enter into the outer ring defense of the castle. You see the courtyard probably 50 feet ahead of you, but right now you're in a uh, sort of a stone vault passage going through with um, side annex rooms. Do you want to keep going to the courtyard or take a look at the annex rooms? 
Where, where were those boxes you were you were talking about there, Carl? Um, pro- I'm not too sure. Probably in some sort of uh, start star room, start room. Um, maybe just knock on one of those doors and if nobody answers, um, see if it is locked. And he'll do so and knock on do the uh, borrow's knock on one of the stores okay. in the hallway. There's also some of the boxes um, out in the passageway as well. Oh, okay. Oh, um, and also, uh, I think I've spotted one, and he points to one of them. Ooh, nice. Let's, uh, let's check it out. Okay. Who goes over to a box and wants to know what the box looks like? Well, I think Cesar would. Zanatari, what are you up to and about? Yeah, I want to see what's in the boxes. Okay. What's in the box? <laughs> okay. The, the boxes are approximately six and a half feet long, about three feet high, and uh, about two and a half feet wide. Okay. Like roughly coffin sized? Yes. Just, just roughly. Just, just to get a good sense of it. Mm-hmm. Bigger than a bread box, smaller than a really big box. Equal to the size of a coffin box. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. So you encounter um, six coffins, some stacked, some not. Do you want to open them? It's really cool that you called them boxes. <laughs> Just saying. No, Moment- I don't want to open it. Memento, <laughs> Memento houses? Um... I mean, like, they're just kind of, like, sitting out in the open, though? Yeah. Um. Ghost light! <laughs> not coffin light. Um. Plus, it's ghost light. Maybe it's ghost light. As in, like, not ghost heavy. It's <laughs> ghost light. <laughs> like, few ghosts. ghosts. This place is so ghost light. Let's sleep here tonight. There is an absence of necromantic activity in this area. Yay. I really need Travel. to go on a horror diet. I'm going to try so ghost light. I'm not allowed to use that word, so. <laughs> it's cruel of me. I'm sorry. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like, are they like, are, are, like, do they seem to be kind of scattered about? Are they order placed in an orderly fashion? Is there any kind of writing on them or packing slips? (laughs) Packing slips. The uh, ones that are stacked, um, there's four that are stacked. They are stacked extremely neatly. The other ones are on the ground but not looking too disorganized. They're evidently quick construction um, coffins. But um, somebody just didn't cobble them together in no time. All so right. they're, you know, they're not like super cheap, but they're not high quality either. Oh. Um, and as you are looking at them, you hear uh, kind of the creak of wood as if something is being carried that's wood. And okay. uh, it's coming closer towards you from the courtyard Carl's gonna call out again hello someone home 
you're here to help. Or okay. fight you if you're evil. <laughs> One or the other. Fair warning! <laughs> We've got the coffins already! Okay. There is uh, nothing that replies. And I know Xanatari is not going to open up a box, but does anybody else want to open up a box? Carl knows what a coffin looks like, and he uh, won't open one, but uh, respectfully lift, um, tries to lift uh, the edge of one to see if there is um, well, someone uh, laying in there. Uh, Okay. Just to get the, the weight of it, basically. Open. Yeah, just, just to check out the weight. Um, it's not empty, but it does not feel like it is carrying a regular weight. Okay. There's... I don't think there's a, a body in here. Something's in here, but not a normal, normal human or human-like creature. Alright, let's check it out. Says we'll open one. That one. The one that he lifted. Okay. It is filled with ash. Ash. Like a human amount of ash? Yes. Okay. (coughs) Used to be someone in here. Or maybe they just bury their ashes in big old coffins. I don't know. I thought it was that was uh, where um, I'm sorry. <coughs> uh, that's what uh, urns are for. Yeah, yeah. Yes. obviously it's a bit overkill for for this. I, uh, well, maybe they earned an upgrade. Ah! <laughs> maybe they were buried in here, and it's just been a really long time. Or maybe they're vampires. Well, I I don't know that people turn to ash over a, a long period of time. What's Maybe. a vampire, Miss Centauri? <laughs> a vampire, that's amazing. S. S. Caesar, Lord of the Dead. Mr. Um, Caesar? I've never run into one, but uh, there are these uh, supposed creatures that are, are, are not dead, but not alive. They, uh, they uh, live at night. They turn to ash if you know burn alive when exposed to sunlight which is why i think xanatari might be thinking that and they uh feed on people's blood usually pretty oh. bad dudes oh, okay thank you for pointing that out if i see one i'll punch him <laughs> all right good plan if we if we run into one i'll i'll let you do the honors oh thank you very much no problem um, speaking of that, uh, Cesar, your employer mm-hmm. is standing off in a corner. Oh. Uh, excuse me, I gotta go take a leak. <laughs> uh, Zenitar is contemplating raising this person from the dead to ask them a question of something that happened in the last 72, 72 hours. She can do that from, like, Ash. But I'm not sure if I want to waste it yet. Okay. Uh, Carl, um, coming in from the other end of the tunnel is another coffin. It is floating along, but it's acting as if it's being carried. But you don't see anything carrying it. Oh, I don't think that's supposed to be like that. Or is it Miss Santari? No, no, it's not. Okay, so... 
Should, should we attack it or run away? Or? Xenotar <laughs> <laughs> hmm. um, would take off, or if I'm not wearing a cloak, I'm not sure if I am at this point, I would search in my bag and try to find like a cloak or a shirt or something and kind of just start randomly tossing it to the side of this floating coffin to see if I can like have it cover a shape of some sort or if this is truly magical. Yes, a shape is covered. Okay, I'm going to tackle the shape. Um, okay. Did you want to know what the shape was before you tackled it, or you just want to tackle the shape? I want to tackle it. It's a rhombus. Okay. You... It's a rhombus. Yes, I've caught a rhombus, everyone. You line up quite succinctly. Um, you tackle, and it feels for a moment like you are passing through jello. Before you land on the ground. Well, I've got my cloak, whatever, around it, and if it would, if it was able to be surrounded by a piece of material, one would think that you could wrap it in such a material. No. You could you could toss a cloak over a Jello mold, but if you tried to tackle it, I think you might run into issues. It would be within the cloak, but it wouldn't hold a form very well. Yeah. This is true. Okay, is that what you're saying? Yes, you you have there is there is something there. You have noted that there is something there, but what is actually there? Um, you went right through as far as cloaking, as far as uh, tackling it. So I didn't catch it; it just went through it. Yes. It does. the The box does stop, though. Nothing suddenly turns. You don't feel anything grabbing at you, but you feel like you passed through something okay. aside from your cloak, and you've got your kind of your cloak now grabbed. Okay. Hmm. It did not feel deathly cold, but it felt like there was some sort of resistance there for a moment, and then you overcame it. Hmm. All right. Well, I'm just going to stand back and consider that it might not be a actual being. It might be some kind of magical construct of some sort. Actually, you know what? Um, above or below 10? Uh, sorry, yeah, above or below 10? Uh, below. Okay. Um, Cesar, mm-hmm. please roll the d20. One. Haha, <laughs> the one time it helps. You know what? I'm not going to count that as a critical failure. I'm going to count that as a critical insight. Hmm. In that, Xanatari does some physics. <laughs> yes, I'd have to roll a natural one for that. <laughs> you went and tackled it at high speed and passed through it with some resistance. Mm-hmm. Your battle sense or whatever it is um, thinks that maybe if you went really slow and tried to touch whatever it is, you may have another sort of result. It may be solid. Okay. Well, with this newfound insight, I'm going to throw my cloak over it again, and this time kind of stand near it, slowly tightening my arms uh, around where I indicated that it is by the cloak's presence. Okay. Um, There is something of like a torso. There's no head, but something like a torso that you wrap around. Mm-hmm. And you feel that there are two arm-like protrusions that are going down and probably underneath the 
um, the coffin. Okay. Does this feel like a human? No. It's, uh... Feels like a forklift. It, you can tell that you, you, you're, it's pretty pretty clear after a few moments of studying up close. This is some sort of magical force construct. Okay, I'm gonna remove the cloak and get out of its way. I assume okay. it's not intelligent that it's just doing its job of hauling coffins. After you have um, moved, there's about a ten second delay, and then once you're clear, it starts moving. You're realizing that it, um, there's a second one right behind the other end of the coffin. Mm-hmm. It brings it over to the, um, to the group. And instead of starting to stack it, puts it down on the ground. Okay. Uh, how high are the current stacks? There's a four stack, and now there's three on the ground. Okay. I'm just going to watch. Okay. Um, you get a feeling that uh, something moves off, or they move off. You're not sure without tossing a cloak, or you could make a perception check if you wanted to. Um, I'm more interested in kind of pushing the coffin with my foot to see if this one is full of ash or if it's full of something heavier. Uh probably feels like ash. Okay. Then no, I'm good. Okay. For those paying attention, it is now late afternoon. Every time he starts to say the time of day, it makes me concerned. (laughs) Okay. Okay. What would you like to do? Carl's gonna watch what's going on with Centauri, and after um, she transcended the the ghost, or he'll ask her. So, I think we're here to rescue rescue people, but uh, this doesn't seem like real people, and I'm not uh, around as people as long as you are, Miss Centauri. Would you stay in a place where something like? This is moving around and carrying coffins. Are you trying to say that I'm old, Carl? Sanitary starts to put her hands in her hips. Uh, I'm just think we're looking for living people, and I don't think living people would like to stay in a place like this. So maybe we should look somewhere else for someone to rescue. So somewhere else. Zanatari's going to nod at Carl and say, yes, uh, this place seems like it's full of only dead things. We should definitely move somewhere else. Or find the king, which is what we're here for. Uh, Carl's going to shout out again. Hello, uh, Miss Miss Queen or Mr. King, are you somewhere down here? Or if you don't answer, we'll, we'll leave sometime soon. (laughs) (laughs) what a threat oh no the town bell rings oh maybe someone here heard us Mm -hmm. bell ringing was very helpful in the walking dead 
out of character, obviously. <laughs> okay. Do you go further into the castle, or do you go to town? Let's go where the bell ringing was from. I'm still going over to my employer. <laughs> Carl okay. Scissors going to pee, or whatever mm-hmm. he said. Take a leak. Jeez, Take be classy leak. about it. Oh. Well, he okay. takes a leak in the corner of the wall. Um, your employer is kind of leaning off in the corner, watching the situation. To the point that uh, I should also point out, you haven't seen any of those ghostly wheelbarrow things. Sure. Um, but you're... Essentially, death warns you that uh, this event has happened, but something caused whatever it was to happen um, to run away. Okay. You want to be a little clearer on that? What ran away? What caused it to run away? There's essentially something was moving under the ground, very large something. And um, it has been randomly surfacing and attacking towns and wiping them off the map. If you kind of go around, there's been a large number of deaths sort of in a line along the map. Uh, A town will go to darkness, you know, nighttime, whatever. And in the morning, there's nothing there. There's just sort of the sound of this massive avalanche. Um, but one thing that's been noted is in every single area or town that this has happened to, there have been a large number of adventurers that have come in because um, there have been reports of evil underground. So there's been a lot of dungeoneering, a lot of profit, um, a lot of money coming up from underground. But whenever anyone has gone to investigate afterwards they're not finding anything that seems like either a dungeon or a natural cavern, let alone all this wealth that people are looking at. Okay. You want to tell me where these stories are coming from? Who's spreading these rumors? Uh, A lot of dead adventurers. The spirits of a lot of dead adventurers. Okay. It's kind of been a fire sale for uh, death recently, collecting for the Legion of the Dead. Sure, but do you have nothing to do with this? Mm, no, no, death is... Death didn't have a hand in this one. This isn't one of uh, their plots, and um, death isn't exactly sure that it fits anyone's MO. This mm-hmm. may just be something primordial that is going on but it's considered to be highly vexing because the, as you can tell around everything that you've been dealing with, there's a lot of bad stuff in the world and less adventurers means more work for you guys and less vacations. (laughs) Less slacking off for you. Mm. Cesar. Right. Slack off. But wouldn't you be a little pissed off if I tried to put an end to this? Boss? No, no, no. Death is actually, uh, you know, death death gets its due eventually. It's just it, if this is uh, putting things to balance and right, then good. Beth is okay. th- th- death seems to be having a good good alignment day. Okay. Um, 
you know, it'll everything eventually will come to it. But uh, for right now, this is sort of a an issue. Okay. Uh, any uh, any direction for me? Want to want to do a little managing here? Um, you looked at the map, right? Yep. Okay. There's probably a good idea of the next town that could be hit. Mm-hmm. And you'd be able to um, reach that either riding on the ground or if you got that weird contraption. And Death seems to give the impression that it has seen this contraption before that you've ridden in on. Okay. Amongst other crazy things like this isn't you know the least this is the least of your uh, insane inventions that have powered around so okay and uh you know being death himself uh any clues on maybe how to kill this giant underground creature beast thing um that'd be a pretty good haul for you yeah, it's not sure on this one because it can't see it. What do you mean you can't see it? Can't see the life force on this one. Whether it's alive or dead, it's hmm. you know it's 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 a kind of a, a big giant um, gray spot. Okay, all right. Well, I guess we better get moving on then. Hmm. All right. Okay. Um, oh, one other thing, Cesar. Uh, can you go ahead and make a perception check? 24. Um, kind of in the back of your mind, you're thinking that the size of the uh, strip mine might have fit where the Keep of the Shadowfell dungeon complex would have fit. Come again? For all the area that you walked around in the Keep of the Shadowfell, the first dungeon way back when? Sure. You're kind of thinking that the strip mine would be roughly about that size. Okay. It seems to be roughly the size of what, if you had a dungeon... Okay. Would fit in there. Hmm. Okay. All right. So, uh, Dinatari and Carl, have you already started walking away while Cesar is taking the muttering pee break? The muttering pee break. That's a great title for something. As he's staring at the wall and talking to himself while he pees. Don't watch me pee! <laughs> he's gonna turn to where the sound of the uh, the bell was from and try to determine where that is. Okay. That would be the church, or there is one over in inn. Okay, now this is not within the key, this is over in the town? Yes. Okay. Which is very close by, so it's literally walk out, you... Hook her right, and okay. um, you start getting into but town. But this is the direction that the guards are pointing for the king, right? Yes. Okay. Um, I want to keep exploring this direction quickly to see if we can run into the king, and then I want to check out the bells. 
Okay. It's going to wander like continually toward the direction that they had pointed originally, ignoring the coffins. Okay. Um, looking, coming out of the circular tunnel entrance into the courtyard, you see that it would be pointing towards the main building of the castle. And uh, you know from the backside that half of that building is gone along with all the rear curtain walls and stuff. So it seems to be this would be where you would point if the king or queen or whatever was in residence. But um, you saw no throne room left from the other side. Okay. So this could just be, you know, Disney animatronics. Right. Go that way. Okay, well, I guess she's going to still want to wander over there and see if there's anything left of the destruction and then just walk out the open back of the keep. Okay. Uh, do you open up any of the doors? Yeah, I'm going to walk in to wherever it would have been okay. a throne room. Okay. The There is scrawled in um, some sort of... Uh, Eh, hell, it's blood. Um, <laughs> okay, Dungeon Master just gave that one right up. Yeah, whatever, it's been a long week. Looks like there... chocolate syrup, we get it. Okay, let's go. Some sort of liquid substance that's dark along the wall, which smells yeah, suspiciously whatever. like iron. Fine, got it. Okay, um, <laughs> the dungeon is written on the um, wall. Is there an arrow? Uh, no, but it looks the part of the dungeon word, uh, was chewed in half. So it's like, the dungeon, and, um, okay. there is, uh, half a skeleton just kind of laying on the floor with a paintbrush, and you don't see the bucket. Does it say... <laughs> I'm going to write what I can't remember the exact Monty Python. Mm-hmm. Would you have time to write it? Um, okay, so what else is in the room besides a really very specific sign that says dungeon? Half of a really nice carpet, um, some wall decorations. But no entrance to said dungeon. Nope. Okay. All right. I'm going to walk out the empty hole in the wall and head back towards the town. And from the back uh, side of the keep, you didn't see any sort of basement or um, dungeons for prisoners. Mm-hmm. It just seemed to be solid rock. Okay. So if there was one, it is gone. But I won't make you roll a perception check, but you're not seeing any uh, doors to a basement or anything. Walking at the back, heading towards where the bell was ringing. Okay. Um, as you go along, um, let's see. Carl, because you're paying attention today, <laughs> you see the curtains move on um, a building, a couple buildings into town, and it looks like it's an inn. You also see that there is the bell on top, is just starting to stop ring and you see that the church bell is also stopped is just kind of settling down like it had been ringing as well 
so um, Carl would have accompanied uh, Santari the whole time because he doesn't want to be alone here <laughs> while waiting for and so uh, as they walk away to check out the throne room he'll uh, shout to Cesar uh, Mr. Cesar we're just uh, looking for the king in the, or queen in the throne room uh, also you should eat more fiber <laughs> <laughs> That's better than Mr. Cesar. Did you have asparagus today for lunch? <laughs> oh no! Uh, okay, and after um, he noticed the curtains moving, he's I just uh, Santari. I think there's something moving over there, and now stopped. So this is where we should go next. Also, what kind of king or queen? spells the dung in their throne room. <laughs> um, okay, Xanatari's going to smile and head towards the uh, the inn or wherever it is he's pointing after seeing the movement. And she'll just smile and say nothing about the, the writing. Okay. Uh, going into town, number of Reasonably small dwellings, um, fringe items in terms of uh, the houses. But as, as you get deeper on towards the church, uh, the buildings get a little more sturdy and comfortable. The inn itself looks to be very well maintained and um, doesn't seem to show any wear and tear for the most part. Pretty comfortable looking. And uh, there is a large open sign that is hanging from um, the picture of what looks to be a snoring, large-chested, you know, large-stomached uh, person laying in a bed. Hmm. Oh, finally someone we can ask about what's going on here. Zanatari's going to hang back and let Carl walk forward because he's amicable and everybody likes Carl and mm -hmm. she can chop his head off if he's a jerk. Not Carl, the person hey. on the bed. <laughs> Don't be a jerk, Carl. Don't be a jerk. The, just, to be, just to be clear, the, the, it is a sign of a person on a bed. Oh, a sign. Okay. Oh, I thought you meant there was a real person snoring. It's a picture of a person laying on a bed snoring. Yes. So it's an open uh, sign hanging on the sign. Not a sign, as in like... <laughs> and it's called like the sleepy fat guy Gaia. or something. Gaia. <laughs> yeah. Gaia. Okay, never mind then. Yeah. Okay. Feel um, free. Go talk to it. <laughs> Car would probably be the one that gets a response out of it at this point in time. Um, you all do smell cooking food. And there is smoke coming from the chimney. That looks promising. Mm -hmm. Sounds good. Let's walk towards it. And go okay. inside. Does anybody want to make any rolls ahead of time? What? Prepare before an encounter? <laughs> okay. Oh, Very good. Can, can I rolls. prepare uh, athletics to jump out after something? Well, you know, it, that that would be for a stunning entrance versus a stunning <laughs> exit. Okay. Do, do, do you wish to make a stunning entrance through the window uh, or something? <laughs> the, the lit, the I'd lit like part? a room, please. Ta-da! 
the lit fireplace, uh, you know, perhaps a, a small mouse hole. Carl <laughs> puts a box over his head and walks inside. <laughs> I don't think he's got one at the moment. So, um, uh, no, he'll just uh, knock at the door if there's one, and if there's no one answering or and the door isn't locked, he'll just open and peer in. It is going to be the later, um, but uh, the door is unlocked. It opens, swings smoothly, and on the inside you see a bar, a bunch of tables, and a cloth going slowly around um, the surface of the bar. And there's also a couple plates of food, some beer, that sort of thing. You say a cloth going around the bar. Yes. I'm going to guess that you mean a disembodied cloth moving all by itself without an actual hand or person. But I just want to make sure that that's what you're saying. You don't see something attached to it, but you don't know if it is in fact disembodied or not from where you are at. But there is a cloth that is moving along. And as you enter, Carl... One of the mugs that is empty near kind of, for lack of a better term, a uh, keg that is set up, one of the mugs moves towards you on the counter, just kind of out of the group towards you. And anybody else that, and anybody else that an- enters, a mug will move forward. Uh, that's very, very friendly of you uh mr invisible ghost <laughs> don't i want don't think i want to drink right now and here and you just uh stare at the mug and scratches his uh chin <laughs> okay um there are some plates of food that are around you will notice that they um come out of a small, tiny window set into the bar. They sort of slide out of the window onto the bar top, one for each of you. Xantar is going to take the beer and kind of raise it up, thanks, and set it back down on the bar sit down. Okay. There is, uh, as you do that, you will see that there is a closet door that opens. And inside there's a bunch of linens and pillows and whatever. And another door further, that kind of goes down a little bit of a hallway, opens up as well. Hmm. Something also starts to kind of poke at the fire, um, the coals, and throws a log in and brings... You know, starts to bring the fire back up. Are we gonna indi- Is this an indication that we're supposed to go down to that room, like the linens and stuff are being taken out for us to go in it, or is this somebody coming out of a room? Like, is it the, the motion of the door opens, noise, 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 door closes, or is it a... Like, what am I getting impression of here? It's noise, um, it opens, you see for a moment, you see, uh, you know, pillows and everything else like that. And depending on which you pay attention to, be it the fireplace or use the closet, you see either bedding material heading off down the hallway mm-hmm. and a door opening. 
or you see the fire kind of stoking up. Okay. I'm going to be paying attention to the door um, and the linens. Okay. There is a stairway beyond that goes up and then does a 90-degree turn, you know, sort of a landing deal, and then goes up to a second floor. I think by this time, Cesar will have caught up. Hopefully, can maybe hear some noises going on, and he'll come in. Okay. So, as you enter, you get a mug, and another plate of food comes sliding out. Whoa! Um, okay. Um, he'll, uh, he'll pick up the mug and sniff it. What does it smell like? Oh, that's just dropped. And that's it. And yes. Okay. And our DM is a ghost. And he is. Uh, so he can't tell us what it's going to look like. But thank you for listening. You can find it more at deathd4.com or on Twitter at deathd4. And here on twitch.tv slash Genesee, which will be Friday, most Fridays at 9 p.m. Eastern time. So thank you for watching and uh, listen to us on iTunes. And we'll catch you guys, hopefully, cross our fingers next Friday. Mm-hmm. Yay? Yay. Okay. Right.